Hello everyone, welcome to the SSFF pod. We are back again to um, go through uh, game week 18. So this is part one. Part two will come out on Tuesday to go through the midweek fixtures. So again, we've got big captain choices to make. We've got a big scoring week ahead potentially as well. So um, it could be a very, very good week for some, very bad week for others. So um, making sure that you don't use captain in, uh, sorry, your transfer's up like I know someone has. How you doing, mate? Hope you're enjoying yourself when you listen to this. So, um, yeah, I know someone that's used all f- uh, 40 transfers up already. And he asked me the other day why he couldn't use any transfers because he thought he had five transfers a week to use. So he can't make any changes to the overall, which is around mid-February. So he's got a while to wait, but he's got a not bad side and he can make lots of captain choices if he makes the right ones. And also hopefully players stay off injuries. So let's go through the fixtures coming up this Friday, at, uh, this weekend, sorry. So starting on Friday, we've got Brentford versus Watford. Uh, and then on Saturday at 12.30, we've got Man City versus Wolves. Three o'clock, we've got Arsenal versus Southampton. Chelsea versus Leeds. Liverpool versus Villa. And then the half-five kickoff, which is Norwich versus Man United. Then on Sunday, we've got Leicester versus Newcastle at two o'clock. Burnley versus West Ham at two. Brighton versus Spurs, which is looking like that's not going to happen. So I'll talk about that later on. And Palace versus Everton as well at 4.30. And that will conclude the weekend's fixtures. So let's talk about last week. How did I get on? How did the pod team get on last week? So cruising like Tony, my private team, got a fantastic whopping 60 points. Um, generally, it wasn't a high-scoring week, as I'll talk about in a second. Uh, the pod team scored 50 points, um, with Salah scoring some of the scoring points. Um, it wasn't a fantastic week for point scoring, as I said, as uh, Delivery Man 21 scored 130. So it just shows how high the uh, scoring rate was last week. It really, really wasn't a great week for scoring um, any points last week. Uh, so... Yeah, just, it was just really disappointing. I think the highest point scorer for me was Bernardo Silva. He got 16. Uh, but everyone else just really wasn't scoring points, really. Uh, Vardy got a point because he was a sub. Salah got an assist bonus, which was lovely. Uh, and then Harry Kane just played, and that was it. So, yeah, uh, Kyle Walker got eight. So, yeah, it wasn't a massively scoring, uh, high-scoring weekend for me. Uh Still top of the uh, fantasy football charts is Big Verge is back, still in the way on 1,505 points. Currently, my point total is not fantastic, as I can't find it at the moment. So, uh, I'll have a look. Here we go. Going into the season. Oh, no, don't want to do that. Season. Da, da, da. I'm on 1,097 points. So, yeah, I'm quite some way off of winning fantasy football this year, I feel. Uh, top, last week's top point scorers in fantasy football was uh, Ezra Concert, got 21 points. Um, 1.4% of fantasy football players have him in. And then it was Bernardo Silva with 16 points. Uh, 16.24% have him in. I think that number will start to increase as the weeks go on. Uh, Thread got 16 as he scored and United's only goal. Uh, and he got 0. 5, 1% of the fantasy football population will be celebrating that one. 
David and Sanchez with Spurs, which is weird, really, because you speak to a Spurs player, a fan, that he want, they want him gone. He, but for fantasy football players, he scored you 16 points. Uh, and 0.6% of fantasy football players have him in. And then Damari Gray with his goal uh, on Monday against Arsenal, uh, he scored 15. And 7.3 have him in their side. So again, it wasn't a massively scoring week. Um, again, in fantasy football. So um, as it shows with the point scoring. But there we go. That's how it goes. That's You get these weeks and then um, we'll discuss uh, what goes on for the rest of the week as we talk about on Tuesday and see who's top there. Because as we said, as we saw last time, there was midweek games. Madison just improved his total last time. So... There was some form there for Madison there. Right, let's talk about the games then, shall we? So, uh, on Friday, we'll start off with Brentford versus Watford. Uh, Ivan Tony or Emmanuel Dennis in your sides, if you have. So, Dennis is third in uh, the strikers' top scorer. And Tony is, I think he's sixth in it. So, um, he's uh, pushing up the table again. He's There could be goals in this for him. Um I said both promoted sides. I would say it's a little bit of a relegation battle this one as well. Uh, I know Brentford are sitting 12th at the moment, but still, there's um, definitely some issues to be had there. Brentford chucking a two-goal or conceding last minute against Leeds. Uh, all Patrick Banford fans will be happy that he got a goal. Doesn't look like he might even play this week though. But there we go. Uh, and Watford looked awful against Man City the other night, um, but then it's Man City. Everyone does. Um, and we're quite glad to only concede four. Um, Grealish had lots of chances and should put them away, but there we go. It never happened. Um, yeah, so Emmanuel Dennis or Ivan Tony in your sides for that one, um, if you have. But I don't think it's going to be a massively high-scoring game. Might be a 1-0, might be a 2-0 game. So um, if you don't have a Brentford-Watford player in your side, I don't think it's the biggest loss in the world. For you, you're looking at other players um, in fantasy football, which we'll talk about at the end. Right, um, City versus Wolves on Saturday, the first game on Saturday, 12.30 kickoff. Uh, very interesting game this is. Um, both teams are very attacking. Um, both teams create a lot of chances. Uh, it could be a tough game at City, actually. I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting a lot of goals in this one. Um, I think it'll be very tight because both teams will be very wary of each other's attacking threat. So, currently at the moment, top Man City point scorers are Cancelo's on 120, you've got Ruben Diaz on 96, and Bernardo Silva on 93. Um, they do share their goals around, they do share their points around. Uh, I think Man City players, anyone defensively that had Man City in their side would be very disappointed that they didn't keep a clean sheet against Watford. Um, that would have been a nice little tick over. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Carl Walker plays on... Um, Saturday, as he got sent off midweek, and I don't think Pep was very happy with him. So there could be a possibility that Carl Walker might not play this game, uh, or he'll be on the bench. So uh, be wary of that, anyone with Carl Walker. <coughs> That's like me at the moment. So um, yeah, that m might uh, you might not be able to get a clean sheet bonus on Kyle Walker this week. And in terms of Wolves, um, it's very defensive in terms of their point scorers. So Jose Sarr's got 86, Killerman's on 70. Uh, if you don't have Killerman on your side, then he's a really, really cheap option to have. I think it's 6.3, 6.2. Unbelievably cheap. Uh, and he scores 70 points so far in fantasy football. And in terms of defensive, he's quite good in terms of stable. 
And then you've got Ruben South, uh, which is, uh, he's on 63 or another, another defender. So all the points for Wolves are coming from defensive um, players. As that's the problem with Wolves. So they create a lot of chances by Sunsman, but they're not putting them away. So um, if you're going to have a Wolves player, maybe look at defence again for your points there. Um, could be interesting, but Nile Silver's on really good form, so expect him to start. And if you haven't got him in your side, put him in your side. Um, possibly this could be a captain choice for you if you wanted to. Um, because Wolves, I think they might concede in here. And it looks like Silver might be the one that scores you the goals and points this week. Moving on, we've got uh, Liverpool versus Villa. So Steven Gerrard returns to Liverpool for the first time as Aston Villa manager. Um, Liverpool are on fire at the moment and they put a half-reserve side against Milan and still win. Um, they, it seems like things are going really well for them last, you know, last weekend, scoring in the last minute against Wolves. Dira Carigi is looking good at the moment for a goal. Uh, Jota is looking good. Um, it's very hard to pick a Liverpool player at the moment to not put in your side because they're all playing well. Midfield is probably where you not, wouldn't necessarily go for a Liverpool player, but defensively and attacking, you've got a plethora of choices to have there with Salah, Mane, Jota. And then defensively, you've got Trent, Robertson, um, Virgil van Dijk. It, it just depends on who's going to play alongside Virgil. It's, that's the tricky one because the one that you go beside Virgil is Kanate or Matip or Gomez when he's fit. And they're really they're cheap Liverpool defenders, but they're, they're not playing every week. So it's a difficult call on that one. The problem with Trent and Virgil van Dijk and Fancy, well, they're so expensive. So you're looking at 10 million plus for these two players. So um, for each, both of them each. So it's very tough to um, decide what you do with that. If you haven't got Salah on your side, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you might as well just stop listening now. Just turn off, delete, don't listen. If you haven't got Salah on your fantasy football side, you shouldn't be playing. He's, he is the one that is the player that you have to have in. So currently, Salah's on 171 points. That's more than, it's double than half the players that I'm going to list today in this. So you have to have him in your side. In terms of Villa... Um, Villa have got a good balance here again Ollie Watkins is probably the striker that you want if you're going to have Villa uh, this will be a tough game for Liverpool so it'll be similar to the Wolves game I think it'll be very close uh, Gerrard will want to win against his side so it's going to be a tricky one to see how this goes uh, Martinez's top Villa scorer is 71 McGinn on 66 and Ezra Concer on 57 but again Concer got his goals Got his points. He got 21 points this week. So if he didn't have them 21, he wouldn't be 57. He's Villa's third top point scorer at the moment. So again, if you're going to go anywhere, look at Villa, uh, look at Liverpool. And of course, if you're going to go captain, you've got to look at Salah as a captain for this as well. He is going to get you points. But Mane, Salah, Jota, you, either three, either them three, put him in as a captain. Moving on, Chelsea versus Leeds. This is an interesting game. Chelsea are sort of dipped in form a little bit. Um, Leeds are not playing well, but they'd be happy that they've got a draw against Brentford, which is odd saying that. Just shows that they're getting some players back. Uh, there was rumours that uh, Bamford hurt his ankle again during his celebration against Brentford on Sunday. So he could be a doubt for this game, which would be horrible for him because he's just been trying to get back from injury and then he injures himself scoring in the last minute against Brentford. 
Chelsea, on the other hand, if you haven't got a Chelsea defender in your side, then again, you're sort of you're struggling with points, I feel, because they're sharing the goals out a little bit. Jorginho is probably the one you're going to have score points. Kovacic had a really good start of the season. Um, unfortunately, with his hamstring injury and now COVID, he's not going to be playing against Leeds. Uh, so in terms of point scorers for Chelsea, Mendy's on 92, Rudiger's on 91, and uh, Thiago Silva's on 87. So definitely worth a Chelsea defender in that. Um, and they're not too bad in terms of price as well. They're not overly expensive. Um, they're not cheap, but there's someone to have in your side and you go, do you know what, I'm going to have a solid base there. Mendy especially as well, um, 92 points. Unfortunately, he did concede three against West Ham. So he didn't score any big points there. But you think Chelsea probably will keep a clean sheet against uh, Leeds this weekend. Leeds, on the other hand, um, you've got to have Rafinha in your side, I feel. With, he's on 87, second top midfielder in fantasy football at the moment. Um, he's fantastic. I don't think he'll do much in this game, but it's the lower sides where Rafinha will probably show his quality and probably get you a point or maybe an assist. So definitely put him in your side because, again, you've got to balance him. You got you can't just have defended midfielders and have a poor midfield that's not going to score you points, but... I feel with this year's fantasy football, it's going to be strikers and defenders that will get you the bulk of the points. But the players that put you ahead of everyone else is going to be your midfield. And that's going to be sort of luck of the draw at the moment because midfielders are not, you know, in terms of the Fernandes, the Pogba's, the Foden's, the De Bruyne's who are the top, you know, top rated midfielders. They're not scoring the points this year because of injuries and form. So you're definitely having to look around for midfields this year. Uh, the 5.30 kickoff is Man United against Norwich, or Norwich versus Man United. Um, this is a very, very... Um, if you're going to go captain, this could be the game. Um, Chelsea, uh, Norwich are looking much more better defensively, which is great for Norwich, because that was one thing that was struggling under Fark. And I think if Fark was still in charge, then you're looking at Ronaldo, Fernandez rubbing their hands together, Greenwood, Sanchez, uh, sorry, Sancho, Rashford, all the mid. All the strikers were united, rubbing their hands with glee. Uh, last time we met, uh, it was 4-2, uh, and Rashford misses... Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't 4-2. It was 2-0. 2-0, something like that. I can't remember. I was there, but I know all I remember is Rashford missing two penalties. So um, it was a very, very interesting game. I keep saying interesting. He's not saying that. Um, in terms of United's point scorers this year, De Gea's top was 78, Fernandez on 72, and Ronaldo won 72 as well. And then you've got Fred in 56 or 56 points. Um, you would look at the point scores for Ronaldo and Fernandez and think if you got maybe decide to make a user transfer on this one and go, I'm going to put either one of them in because they both, both will play against Norwich, um, uh, which is a detriment to Norwich's uh, luck, I think. Um, and I will say that one of them will score this weekend. So that is, you will get nice points there. And Ravnik wants to have a nice balance and strong defence. So none of the back four that played midweek will probably play this week against Norwich. So they've all been rested. There's talk of Varane being back, Cavani being back. So all these players are gradually going to come back into the United side and make them more balanced and more defensively sound. So definitely have a look at a Man United player as your captain this week. Norwich, on the other hand, Pukki's top with 59 points, Cruel with 57. So 
you know, Puky scoring all the goals, cruelest saving penalties, and had a couple of clean sheets. And of course, he's going to get a save bonus in this one. So definitely have a look at that as well if you're going to have Cruel in your side. But um, definitely for the captain this week, I would go May United, Fernandez, Ronaldo, Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood. Either of them if you've got in your side, go do it. Put him in. Right. Sunday. Uh, we're going to go talk about Leicester against Newcastle. So Newcastle finally got their first win. Um, and Leicester are playing Napoli tonight in the Europa League. Um, so uh, this could be a great time for Newcastle because Leicester are having COVID problems. So possibly this could be where Anderson Maximan and Callum Wilson could get you some points here. Uh, so far, Anderson Maximan's got 69. Callum Wilson's got 57. But then on the other side of the coin, you look at Leicester. Vardy, of course, scores goals for fun. And um, Vardy's currently second top uh, striker at the moment with 92 points. Uh, Tielemans is missing still. Um, just shows that the Leicester midfield hasn't really done much since he's miss gone missing. He scored 66 points and missed three or four games already. Uh, Madison's coming up in third for Leicester with 65. And he's been a bit patchy at the moment. So he's he's had some good games, scored some good points. Uh, but then at the same time, he hasn't he didn't do anything of any note in the last game, which um, Leicester will feel aggrieved that he didn't really do anything special in, really. Um, Leicester have been a weird one this year. They, like, like I've said in the average football pod, they're not, they're not performing well and they're struggling just to... If they get injuries back, I think Leicester are a different, different opposition and they will cause teams a lot of problems and they'll go through the table. But Leicester at the moment, they're just tricky. But again, if you, Jamie Vardy's someone you've got to have in your side and he will score goals and score points. So do that. Uh, last game I'm going to talk about is Palace versus Everton. Um, Everton got a win against Arsenal. They looked all right, actually. Carlson was scoring some good goals. He should have had a hat-trick, but due to VAR, he didn't. Uh, Damari Gray is um, becoming an absolute steal for Everton. He's currently got 79 points. Um, so maybe he's a consideration for your side if you haven't got him in already. Uh, I'm on Palace's side, you've got to have Conor Gallagher in. He scored 96. He's a top midfielder at the moment in fantasy football. He's due a goal soon as well. I think he's due another. He's due to score again, so that will just bump him up a little bit. And Everton's probably decided that he would probably do it in. So um, if <sighs> Sunday captains-wise, if you had to pick, I would maybe look at Vardy against Newcastle. But then West Ham have got Burnley. Uh, West Ham are going to make some changes. Against Burnley, it's report uh, for Europa League. Sorry, um, so you're looking at Antonio again for this one for West Ham. He hasn't scored again. He didn't score against Chelsea. Um, Jared Bowen's playing well, so maybe that's a consideration for yourself as well if you're going to look at a West Ham player in your fancy football side. And he's a midfielder, so he could. And I think he's fourth or fifth in midfield at the moment. So definitely have a look at that. Right, let's wrap up the pod with uh, top players so far. So currently, you've got Allison and Mendy on 92 points. Uh, and then Ramsdale on 87. And Jose Sarr on 86. So again, if you haven't got the top, th top, you know, Allison, Mendy, Ramsdale on your side, then you've done, 
you should really look at maybe changing your goalkeepers around. I know a lot of people have David Raya at the start for Brentford and played really well at the start, but he's not. He's going to be out for a while. So Ramsdale is probably the best option to have uh, currently. In defence, we've already talked about him, but Cancelo's on 120, Virgil van Dijk 105, and Trent Alexander-Arnold on 103. Now, it's, you look at that, and the defence is becoming really crucial in terms of point scoring, is that um, all of them are in the hundreds now. Rudiger is in, I think Rudiger's got 97, I think it was, I said earlier. So, um, uh, let me have a look. Yeah, Rudiger's got 91. So, definitely... You're looking at defence with points this year, actually. It could be the way you go, is that you load up the defence a little bit, have some expensive players in defence, have your quality striker as well with Salah, Vardy. And then the midfield, you just swap and change every now and then with it. In terms of midfield, um, you've got Conor Gallagher, as I said, 96. Uh, Bernardo Silva in 93. I think he's someone that you need to put in your fantasy football now, really, before everyone else starts to... And then Rafinha on 87. And then strikers finishing up with Salah streaks ahead on 171. Vardy on 92. And Manuel Dennis on 86. So uh, if you haven't got Dennis, Manuel Dennis could be an option for you or fantasy football this week. And then like I said, Av Antonio on Friday for tomorrow's game. Um, I'll be back on Tuesday giving midweek updates and also talking about the midweek fixtures uh, coming through uh this coming week so we're on for a high point scoring again this week so i hope you all have a good time hope you enjoyed the football and i will see you again on tuesday see you soon bye